We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. How are you? I am good. How are you? Listen, I am good. I just had um a weird Atkins bar. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I was hungry and I wanted chocolate, but I didn't want like a chocolatey chocolate thing. Mm-hmm. So I ate one of those and it was weird. And then I also ate a keto chocolate thing mm-hmm. that my friend had in the freezer. Uh and I don't know. I don't know, Sashir. I think I made some bad choices. Oh, no. Like too much chocolate or like mm, or protein or whatever's in there? Artificial. Art, artificial. <gasps> Am I dying? Artificial <laughs> sweetener. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Atkins wasn't a thing anymore. Oh, it's still a thing. They make lots of money. Oh, wow. All right. Dr. Atkins isn't a thing anymore because he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) He passed Mm. right away. Mm. Mm. But I feel like he like fell off a Segway or maybe that's the inventor of Segway. Someone died on a Segway. How did Dr. Atkins die? Oh, my God. Oh, he fell and hit his head on an icy New York sidewalk. Oh, no. Dr. Atkins? Yeah. Oh, no. Damn. That's sad. That's sad. And then the inventor of Segway, how did he die? That one, I think, on a Segway. Let's see. I think he drove off a cliff on accident. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, on a Segway. <gasps> oh, no. You know, I'm probably sure that, like, that's the best case scenario for someone who invented the Segway. <laughs> yeah, just right off in the sunset. Mm-hmm. Like Thelma and Louise. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever ridden a Segway? Yeah. Oh? I have. Not on, like, the street. I think it was always, like, a little goof. Like, it was in an office building, and it's like, mm. can I try that? And then I try and then get off. But I've never done, like, a Segway tour or, like, traveled far on a Segway. Have you? 
Um, I don't think I've ever been on a Segway. Uh, I've driven a golf cart, which is not the same. No, that's not the same. <laughs> Two very <At> separate <laughs> vehicles. <laughs> I actually think the Segway should be what people use as opposed to like a scooter. When you're renting oh. something to like go around, because it seems safer. A scooter is like so thin and I feel like you could fall off it really easy. But Segway, you have to work real hard to fall off of that. You do? I think so, because it's, like, sturdy. It's, like, too, like... Does it, I think the tires are kind of meant for the road, or, like, they're, they're, they can be for the road. How fast does a Segway go? This, I don't know. But Kimmy's on it. please. <laughs> um, I just think you look a little weird on Segways. Weirder than how you look on a scooter? I guess scooters aren't... Wait, what, are you talking <laughs> a Razor scooter or a sit-down scooter? Like a Razor scooter. Okay. I would prefer a Segway than a Razor scooter. Right? Mm-hmm. Scooters are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, truly wild. But also, like, a treat if you think about it. Because it's like, what if there's a world where we stop taking cars places and we scoot everywhere? But, like, for far distances, you need a car. Mm-hmm. You can't scoot to, like, the next state. Try hard enough, you probably can. <laughs> Scooter stations, rest stations. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If you're going, if you're crossing state lines, you can't take a scooter. Wait, Kimmy, did you find out how fast they go? A standard Segway goes 12.5 miles an hour. That's not very That's not fast. fast at all. Not very fast at all. How, well, how fast are those, like, lime scooters going? Let's see. I don't think much faster. Because sometimes people, people are in, in, the, in the street, like, straight up mm-hmm. the left turns at intersections, and it's so annoying. They max <laughs> at 15 to 17 miles an hour. A little faster wow. than a Segway. Yeah, just a little bit faster, which is crazy because there's, like, less stuff there yeah. to brace you when you fall down. Yeah. I watched one video on Instagram of a woman flying off a scooter. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Very funny. She gets mm-hmm. up. She's not hurt. Thank now you. Instagram is like, this is all you want. You only want to watch people fall down. And they served me oh a terrible video that I laughed and laughed at. It's an, a very old woman taking a cart on, I think it's like an escalator going down, but she should not have taken the cart there. And she does a full front flip over the cart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's really funny. <laughs> How do people know to film? Oh, this looks like security cam footage. <laughs> I see. Yeah, so I think someone was like watching the camera and they were like, I can't help her. I have to just watch this. <laughs> That's great. People falling down is mm. fun. As long as they don't get hurt. I mean, there was a whole TV show, America's Funniest Home Videos, <laughs> mostly falling down. You said was, is. This show? It still exists. What? Carlton hosts it. Alfonso Ribeiro. Are you kidding me? I would never joke about America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> this is no a- laughing matter. A-V-A-V-V? <laughs> a- 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 no, A-F-V. Oh, yeah. my God. What Everything's channel is getting it on? a little harder and harder. I believe still ABC. I, I would love to keep watching it. I had no idea it was still on. <laughs> I can't believe I missed years of this. I would I, love to keep watching this. I don't I think anyone's sure ever that, said that about America's Funniest Home Videos. Me? I would love to keep watching. I would love to keep watching this. I can't remember where I was, but it was me and several friends 
gathered around a television just watching America's Funniest Home Videos and laughing <laughs> so hard. I mean, it's great. It's funny. It's, uh, it really is just very funny. <laughs> um, And then someone, like, wins at the end? Yeah. There's, like, a video of the day or something? Maybe. Or does America vote on something or no? Oh, America might vote. On the funniest video? And then, yeah, they would bring that person to the studio and... Yes. And they'd be like, look, that's that child that ate a rat. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, woo! (laughs) There's that child who ate a rat. Is he okay? (laughs) Wait, who hosted before Carlton? A man. Well... Bob Saget hosted for years, oh, but yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I, clearly, I don't know the history of the show anymore. So I don't know if there was someone after Bob Saget. Mm, I believe there was someone in between Alfonso and Bob. <gasps> Look at all these okay. people. Wait, Bob hosted for a very long time. Well, Daisy, I, I think that's how long he spent. He was alive. Oh, oh. I see. Oh, Daisy yeah. Fuentes. I guess. Uh, America's Funniest Home Videos was not around in 1956. I mean, I also wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Daisy Fuentes is... D.L. Hughley? Gary Owens? Wait, which Gary Owens? Not the Gary Owens you're thinking of. No, because I don't recognize this man. Mm -mm. John Fuglesang? I'm not sure who that is. He looks familiar. Tom Bergerjean? Berger, Ber, Ber, is he does Berger, Dancing with the Stars now? Maybe I think mm. he did. I don't know if he does anymore because Tyra doesn't know. know. Yeah, Tyra Banks Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. She's a host. Wow, I didn't see that one coming. Wait, where is Daisy Fuentes now? Didn't she? Doesn't she have a line of purses? <laughs> I believe she does have a line of purses that sold at Kmart. Is yeah. Kmart still a store? I don't think so. Wow. Times have changed. Times have Kmart.com. Oh. This is an active website. Kmart, Kmart has Reeboks? Huh. Where is there, is there a Kmart near us? Can we go to Kmart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's... That one's there's closed. A, a lot oh, of them say closed. permanently closed. Maybe it's more of a... Uh, online store, but why would you buy anything why online? Would, why from would you ever go to Kmart.com? Kmart. <laughs> Looks like there's one in Costa Mesa if you want, but I'm not sure. I'm not going to Costa Mesa. Hmm. Understandable. I don't <laughs> even know where that is. And also, that store looked like it had wall-to-wall carpeting. Are you kidding, Kmart? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, they all seem to be really closed. Yeah, a lot of permanently closed locations. Wow. Seems like they should just get bought up by, like, Target or something. Okay, here's the craziest thing. Kmart was here before Target. How did Target usurp Kmart? Hmm. Maybe they're merged with CVS. I don't know why that would be a big deal. But Target merged with CVS? Or they have like a partnership, right? Because their CVS oh. is in Target. Oh, wow. I don't think I knew this. I grew up with uh, one of those stores called Caldor. I've never heard of that. I loved Caldor. And then there was Bratley's, and I loved Bratley's. Do you know Meyer? Fred Meyer? Mm, I don't think so. 
It's oh, like Fred Meyer might be a Portland thing. Oh, it's just Meyer. It's like M E I J E R. Oh, yes, I do know Meyer. Meyer. Um, <laughs> that's what I call it. Meyer. <laughs> Meyer. Um, it is crazy that all these stores just get you know taken over by by the big bullseye. By the big bullseye. They all got and Target on their back. They really do. And then Target comes for them. Mm-hmm. But I do mm-hmm. love Target. So Sheer, there is nothing like taking a Xanax and walking around Target. <laughs> like nothing is wrong in the world. It has everything you need. Mm-hmm. You don't have to leave for a while. Mm-hmm. You're welcome at Target. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome at Target. After many a tooth drama... Mm-hmm. Uh, and trauma, I go to Target and it's a nice time. <laughs> Soothing, therapeutic. <gasps> also, Sashir, mm-hmm. I got a fabulous swimsuit cover up at Target. Ooh, nice. Sometimes Target really comes through with the fashion. I have some um, nice clutch bags that I've gotten from Target. Clutches? I needed a clutch and a clutch, and I was Target. <gasps> oh my. Target coming through in a clutch for a clutch. <laughs> you know, who would think that you could go? Because it was for the evening, right? An yes. evening look? Yeah. Who would have thought you go to mm-hmm. Target for evening wear? Yes. And they just have like nice, basic clutch. I, I think it, the brand was like Universal Standard or something like that. Yes. And they have these Ava and Viv jeans that fit my butt so nicely. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Oh. Wow. Mm, wow. Target. <laughs> and then they got the cool teen line, Wild Fable. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. <laughs> Why do you know about the teen line? <laughs> <laughs> because um, sometimes I dress like a child. Yesterday I was dressed like a child. Mm-hmm. I was wearing two-tone jeans with big flower patches on them and then a ribbed sweater with heart buttons on it. Nice. That's nice. Just a child. And then I went out to dinner and there was these two women in the bathroom who were talking. They were like, yeah, I thought he was like our age. Yeah, 25 because we're 25. And then I came out of the bathroom and I was like, I am dressed mm-hmm. like a child. These these are my mommies. Like, <laughs> they, they look so much older than me. <laughs> well, you're, you're going to be forever young. Yes. Forever young. Nicole's um, gonna be forever young. I'm, I'm not this bad med- med- melody. I did a bad melody. That's close. Thank you. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Please. If you guys could stay one age forever, is there an age that you think you would want to be? Whoa. Oh my God. Hmm. This is hard because I feel like I enjoy each age more the next year. So I'm like, mm. I don't want to stop at an age that I already, already experienced because I feel like the better years are to come. Wow. That was like so <laughs> lovely. <laughs> oh my God. My answer sucks into comparison. Oh, what were you going to say? I mean, I don't want to stay any age either because uh, life hasn't been great and I'm hoping it gets better. <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. I'm hoping that the next year is better than the uh, the year before. Your life's been shit? Is that what you said? 
Um, I did I or think things- life's been shit? It hasn't been great. I mean, my great? personal life, my professional life is great. Yeah, um, it's always great. And I think it's just going to get better and better. But like my personal life, I would very much like it to be better than what it's been. Okay. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I find love in one of the years coming. Maybe somebody's going to love my old wrinkly body. You never know. Get the late in life love. Hopefully I find love before I'm all wrinkly and shit. Mm-hmm. Or not. I don't know. Or maybe I don't find love. And then maybe I just die alone. You have friends. <laughs> well, friends can't do what a lover can do. I've never had a friend tickle my clit. Happily. <laughs> Unhappily? Yes. <laughs> Furiously? Yes. <laughs> Begrudgingly? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Wait, Kimmy, is there an age that you would want to stay? I'm also comfortable with aging, but I felt like 28 was really nice. Like, I think sometimes my parents always told me they feel like they're, they forget they're not 19 still. Like, oh, oh, they feel the same now as they did when they were 19. They just, like, their body is older. And I mm-hmm. think for me, that's 27 or 28. I mm-hmm. feel like that's when I, like, hit a moment where, like, my brain is always going to be around that age. I feel like I really matured those years. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I mean, if we're talking brain stuff, <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I stopped evolving at probably <laughs> 20. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. or maybe 15. Like, I think I'm pretty... Not, like, immature, but, like, I'm still a pretty whimsical person. Yeah. I don't really think I'm much of an adult. I think I was an adult when I was a kid. So I think I was 35 when I was, like, six years old. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to have met business babies this year. (laughs) (laughs) She loved to organize. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We would go to grocery stores and then and the bottom shelf of any aisle if it was unorganized i would i would straighten it up really uh-huh That's it was like messy funny. paper towel rolls i would just like stack them back how they're supposed to be that's very adorable yeah i like the- to order <laughs> so cute um yeah that's not my vibe at all i'd be like yes more mess oh <laughs> i don't love mess but like live in mess if that makes sense like mm-hmm. i for a hot two weeks because i was busy jangled all of my laundry i did my laundry folded mm-hmm. it yeah. took it to my room mm-hmm. and then stacked it on top of each other much like jenga mm-hmm. and then would pull things out very slowly every morning to get dressed instead of just putting it away mm, the last step yeah but i did it all last night I put almost Ooh. everything away. I do Ooh. have to refold some of my athletic wear. Okay. That's fine. Yes. And then I move stuff out of drawers. I'm like getting better at organizing. I was like, so you know that like little dresser in my hallway upstairs? Mm-hmm. So I put all my sweatpants and sleepwear in there. Ooh, and nice. what was in there? Mm-hmm. Suits. You had suits in there? Yes. I should hang up suits and put them somewhere far away. I don't, I'm don't. i never wearing a suit. Yeah, they shouldn't be like the most accessible thing. Yes. <laughs> silly, silly girl I am. Silly girl. <laughs> Laundry is something I want to outsource. I wish, like, because I don't need, maybe I need a housekeeper. I don't know. But I want someone to come over and just do my laundry. I feel like mm-hmm. I spend so much time 
washing. And then you take that load out and you put it in the dryer. You put another load in the mm-hmm. washer. And then they take that out and you put that in the dryer. And you put another load in. And then you fold all those things. And then mm-hmm. you put them away. I want someone to know where everything has to go. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I want them to know which things need to be washed cold, which things need to be hung dry. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then just do it for me. Here's the thing. You can get a housekeeper to do that like twice a week. Yeah. They will make mistakes. I know. And you will get annoyed. Yes, that's the thing. I, I, that's why I don't like handing things off to other people because I'm like, well, I'll just, I know how to do it. I will say my assistant has changed. I do not answer emails anymore. <laughs> and nobody has yelled at me about missing emails. Yeah. Because she like bothers me for answers. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but my cleaning lady, I do have to set some stuff up for her. This is what a bougie conversation, yeah. you know, but this this is where we are in life. I'm literally too busy to do some things in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is nice that I have some help, but she doesn't know where things go. I know where things go. Mm-hmm. And then I get upset when things get moved mm-hmm. because I'm like, that's not where it goes. I have a system. And even though it looked like Jenga, it was a system. Yeah. It's so hard. It is. It's hard to be um, a working <laughs> professional. It's also hard to not be, to be an unworking person. I think just existing sometimes is really hard. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at dinner last night, there was this man who I think was, like, not having a great time mental health-wise, but, like, uh, we've all been there. And yeah. he threw a pumpkin in the street and dirt on the sidewalk. <laughs> Okay. And I was with Tess, and Tess was like, I don't know. I think he's getting out some aggression. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I hope they had a nice time. And I hope they felt better after that. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like, yeah, I want to throw a pumpkin too. <laughs> yeah. We should go to that, um, was anger rooms? Is that what those things are called? Yeah, where you, where you break stuff? shit. Yeah, I thought you were going to be like, do you want to go to a pumpkin patch? And I was like, so sure, we can't throw pumpkins in a pumpkin patch. <laughs> like, if we buy it. them all, yes, we can. LOL. Imagine we walk into a pumpkin patch. We're like, give us the patch. <laughs> and then we destroy all the pumpkins. <laughs> I'll go to one of those rooms where you break stuff. Yeah, that could be fun. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Get out That's some really aggression. Mm-hmm. I threw something the other day because I was mad. Oh. oh, I think it was a towel. Okay. <laughs> not <laughs> low stakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very low stakes. I'm not going to throw like something that's going to break. Yeah, thank goodness. Because then I have to clean it up and then I'll be even angrier. Um, I was talking to my therapist about the holidays. Oh. Which can be loaded for pretty much everyone. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about re-parenting your inner child. And... She was like, maybe there's some new traditions you can come with, come up with around this time mm. that'll make your inner child happy since you didn't get some stuff when you were younger. And I was trying to think of like, what's a tradition I would, because I don't do anything really. I don't put Christmas lights up. Mm-hmm. I don't, other than like eat other people's food. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't do anything. Um and or like get a tree and like just like avoidance for all of it mm-hmm. and i was like well what do i actually like in this time of year 
I really like hot, cho- hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, what if I do like a hot beverage party? That's nice. Yeah. I that's it, a nice, fun thing to do. Anyway, like hot chocolate, mold wine, uh, hot apple cider, hot toddies. Ooh. Eggnog, even though it's not hot. It's like holiday drinks, I guess. But I think that's nice. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't love birthdays, so that's why I throw that big birthday party. And mm-hmm. by throw that, it's like I've only done it three years. Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I hate birthdays. And I don't have a good reason. Mm-hmm. I think it's because it's attention that you get just for existing. And I'm like, give me attention for, like, being adorable and, like, funny. <laughs> you think you don't get attention for that? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, like, good attention that I love. So, like, when oh. I'm working and, like, everyone's like, ha, 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 that's funny. Like, you know, during, like, a rehearsal or whatever. I'm like, yes, that's the attention I love and need. But when everyone's like, happy birthday, it's like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> just burn. So that's why I throw the party. Because be like, look, I threw a party. Now pay attention to me. Yeah. I like that. But I like a hot beverage party or a seasonal beverage party. Yeah, right? Would you come? Of course I would come. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> Truly. I know you would. <laughs> I'll come to every fucking party. Yay. Great. What is this? A pumpkin. Whoa. What? Zipline pumpkin smash. I've been seeing these on the internet, and this is the only one in Southern California, but you can zip, like, in Big Bear, they have a thing where you pay and you can zip line and smash pumpkins. Oh so if you guys God. want to do some pumpkin <laughs> smashing in the mountains, you're more than welcome. But now we know for next time. Yeah. Yes. For next I year. I think next year, I'm going to try to, since I have an assistant, I'm going to try to be more organized with, like, activities, because mm-hmm. I do think I'd like to have gone to a pumpkin patch this fall. Yeah. Um, I want to go to, I think it's called Discano, Discano Gardens or something. Mm-hmm. Like they have a pretty winter, like holiday light thing that yeah. I want to go to. Yeah. And then I just don't know what things are happening until people post about them. And then I'm like, oh, it's too late <laughs> for me to go. Right. No, that's a good point. And I want to see shows. The theater. Shows. Shows. Theater. theater. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And then also, how do you like figure out like what new restaurants are in town? That I don't know. There must yeah. be like some sort of restaurant column <laughs> in the paper. What is this, 1942? A restaurant column in the paper? Well, I guess online. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I feel like I've asked this before on the podcast, people who live in Los Angeles, to send me their uh, food recommendations. Oh, yeah. I still need to take you to Mother Wolf. It's so good. Yes, please. It's Italian, and they have this this white wine that is so fucking delicious. Oh. And I can't remember what it's... He, he like, buys it all up from somewhere in Italy, um, and it, he's explained it the two times I've went, and he remembered me from the first time. He was like, Aww. yes, you love that wine. Also, I don't know if he actually remembered me or if he was, like, appeasing me. Do you know what I mean? I do that all the time. <laughs> I'm like, yes, he's my like, old Good friend. to see you. I uh, started, you know how you make little folders on Instagram? Yes. I started a restaurant one. So I can. So remember. you're going to have the list of the hot new restaurants. I'm going to try. So one is called. This is fun. Uh, De Buena Planta. Okay. 
It's a plant-based Mexican restaurant okay. in Silver Lake. And it looks cute. Perfect. I'll have to take a look at that. There's always a list. There is always a list. Um, but this other place I went to, Katine, it's very hard to get a reservation there. I think I told you about this. It was the best fucking quesadilla I've ever had in my whole goddamn life. And they were like, when it comes to the table, you fold it yourself. And at first, very, oh, yeah. very angry. I said, I must do it. But, oh, so sheer, so good. That's how I feel about Korean barbecue, where I'm like, really? You just put the grill in front of me and I do all mm-hmm. the work? <laughs> I that feel you on that. Um, but that's why I love a uh, Benihana, because they do put <laughs> a grill in front of you, but you don't have to do anything. They put on a show and you will be there for three hours. (laughs) Yeah, we love a food show. I just love when they light up that that little onion volcano. That's fun. It's very fun. fun. Mm -hmm. There should be more like fun food time. Like I love a movie with food. I -hmm. love food with a show. Mm -hmm. I love medieval times. Yes. More of that, please. Yeah. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love, from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. 
Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Here's a fun thing. I started mm-hmm. pole dancing again. Yay! I had to take a little break because she's too busy. And I really hate that with physical things, if you don't do them for a minute, you lose them. Yeah. I, like, lost my pole sit. Whoa. So I had to like relearn how to fucking do that all over again. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. But was it was the relearning shorter than the actual learning? I would imagine. Yes, it was way yeah. shorter. Like we did it twice and I had it again. But then yeah. I was like, oh my god, I forgot how much this hurts my thighs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy, I'm glad you're back on the pole. Thank you. I'm sad I ever got off the pole. I just want to stay on the pole. Stay on the pole. Oh, shit. I had a fucking question. A query, a quandary. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. Oh, wait, um, what are you wearing? That's what I, I've been wanting to know what this outfit is. It's that. It's a rubber, my Dean rubber. Macy? Where is this from? I got it at Beacon's Closet years ago. So I have seen it. Many times, I'm sure. Mm. It's a favorite. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I haven't seen you in shorts in a while. That's possible. It's been a lot of pants. <laughs> I do love wearing pants, yeah. <laughs> what a weird way to say that. It's been a lot of pants. pants. Too many pants. I yeah, I do have my shorts drawer. I have a lot of shorts, mm-hmm. but I haven't worn a lot of them in a long time. So I guess I just like wearing pants. I think we go through phases in life and I was in a very like leggings and a and a skirt slash mm-hmm. dress had a hold on me for yeah. many years. Yeah. And then I rediscovered jeans because they started making them with some more stretch so they fit me a little bit better. Um, but I can't bear to get rid of my dresses and I have so many of them. Mm-hmm. I get that. Maybe maybe I'll go back to wearing dresses. I don't know, Sashir. I don't know. So confusing fashion. Did I tell you about how many times I went to Crossroads to sell clothes? I feel like you told me about one time, but tell me about all of the times. When I went once. Oh. Sold a bunch of stuff. Yes. Sold everything I brought. And I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, baby, this <laughs> is good. I love not having to bring stuff home. And then I was like, you know what? I didn't get rid of more shit. <laughs> so I took, put more stuff in a bag, went to a different crossroads. They took hardly anything. <gasps> Hardly a thing for me. I'm and I was so like, are you sorry. kidding? I have good stuff. And then I was like, should I go to another crossroads? And I had a friend who was like, like, is this 
the t- amount of time that you're putting into this, <laughs> is that equaling the money that you're going to get back? No, it's not at all. Because it took hours. Like, mm-hmm. there's a wait to even get your stuff to be looked at. Yeah. Then you have to wait while they're looking at your stuff. Then you have to go get the assessment at the end of it. And then you, like, maybe can get your cash or, mm-hmm. like, store credit. And then you're probably buying something because you were waiting hours in the store. It's and so a you're, racket. It, yes, that's how they make their money. I'm just perusing <laughs> while they're looking at my stuff. Um, I once sold stuff to, I would sell stuff to Beacon's Closet and they would never take anything. And then sometimes Buffalo Exchange would take stuff. But it's such a, like, shock to your system that you're like, sure, I'm getting rid of it, but, like, I got it in the first place. So, like, it's fucking cool. So, like, fucking take my shit. Take my shit. I have good taste. But then sometimes I'm like, maybe I do have bad taste. No, okay. Definitely. Here's something that I really want to wear, and I think it's in bad taste. I bought a dress, like a dressy vest mm-hmm. to like go under a suit, but I just want to wear it just the vest and jeans. Oh, but that might that might be cool. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. Feels very 90s, a vest and jeans. I saw it, I think, I think I just saw a lady at a restaurant wearing it like that. And I was like, oh my God, this mm-hmm. is the coolest lady I've ever seen. But also I was like, is it dated? Does it look weird? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm excited. I don't know if I'm going to do this or not, but I saw a pair of Crocs that I might get. Oh, which ones? Welcome. Well, here's the thing. You had to join a freaking raffle or something or like a... What? What were they called? Crocs raffle? There's like these Crocs that only get released at a certain time. Oh, the Kuwatas? They look like Yeezys? Yeah. Yeah, the drawing for the Kuwatas is open. A drawing. And then you have to like sign up and then you might get drawn. And I'm like, why can't I just buy it? Because they're sold out. Is it make more? Obviously, people like them. How funny. Well, that's how they're keeping the allure and the mystery alive of that croc. That's true. That's and you can't put gibbets on that croc. No, but I'm not in it for the gibbets. I don't understand. <laughs> how else will people know that I like Sonic if not having a Sonic <laughs> gibbet on my leopard print crocs that say good pussy? <laughs> How will they know I like the song WAP if Mm -hmm. not for my Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, WAP, Gibbet? How will they know? Um, Did I tell you I bought a Sonic rug? You did. Is it, did you already get delivered? No. And I contacted the company and nobody has reached out. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. And I'm a little upset about it. Mm. I'm going to do a little bit more investigating at a later date? I don't know. Um, when I think about it again. But this is like, you found this on Instagram? Yes, <laughs> and I think I need to stop buying stuff from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Except, it's also possible it's like one person who's doing it by hand. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, maybe I'll just send a gentle email to be like, hey, when will this ship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also bought, I sent you the picture, a elephant-shaped purse. Yes. It came... <laughs> it's huge. Huge. I can't wait to carry it. Ah. It is so big, Sashir, but the pouch where things go is so small. 
It is more stuffed animal. It's like a leather stuffed animal with a pouch for a whisper of a wallet. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I can't wait to put my... I'm just collecting dumb stuff because right now I've got like a little pouch on my keychain that is... It looks like a Metro card. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to shove that in my elephant purse. (laughs) I can't wait to carry that purse. It is so dumb. I squealed when like I saw how it. small is the compartment? Like what can you put in there? So I could probably fit my wallet, my phone, my keys, and maybe a pouch for lip gloss. But then oh. there's a whole head, a hmm. trunk, and mm. four legs that nothing mm. can go in. <laughs> <laughs> and it has funny. tusks. It is incredible. Mm. It is a fucking work of art. Mm. I am obsessed with it. I'm so glad. I wish they had a pig one. Yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, I love a pig. Um, did I send you that picture of uh of Sarah Jessica Parker holding that pigeon purse for Yes. Uh and just like that? Yes, and I loved it. And there's no strap. It's just you're you holding just hold a pigeon. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's like a lot of, um, oh shit, I can't remember the name of the designer. But, oh, Judith Mc, Judith Lieber purses. They're like crystal oh, yeah, they're like or french fries cartoons or, yeah. or french fries. Yeah, you have to hold most of those. Some of them have straps, some of them don't. Mm-hmm. They're so expensive. And I love them. I just love that fashion is like, I like silly fashion. Like Balenciaga just did a, a they have a garbage bag purse and then they have a chip bag purse. Oh, that's fun. It's great. I love it. I love fashion. Fashion can be fun. <laughs> you know? You know who's the most fun with fashion? Julia Fox. Oh, she's having the best time. She is funny. Very. I like the way she speaks. And she did this video. She's like, I bleached my eyebrows because it's triggering for my son's father. <laughs> oh, my God. It made me laugh. So hard. I was like, you, ma'am, are truly a dream. I love her. Wait, the bleach eyebrows are triggering? For her, 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 her son or her child's father. Father. Uh-huh. And I was like, how funny that, like, she maybe did it as fashion. He was like, oh, I hate it. And she's like, you'll never see me without them. <laughs> <laughs> she sometimes takes pictures next to, like, refrigerators and dirty yes. rooms. I'm like I she does this winged eyeliner tutorial that's perfect. Mm. I re- I want to meet her. I love her mm. so much. I'm afraid I'll meet her and she won't be as interesting or as fun as I think she is. Mm-hmm. Do you think she still acts? Is she still an actress? She's or a muse. Just- she is a muse. Uncut <laughs> jams. Uncut jams. But like if you were a producer, would you be like, I guess people do want high-profile people in their thing so mm-hmm. you can watch it. So I, I feel like Julia would probably still get jobs. I think so. If she wanted to be doing that, she's probably making money doing other things. I mean, look at that movie. Hello, darling, with all that drama. Don't worry, darling. Sure. Do me a minute to <laughs> figure out what you were talking about. Hello, darling. <laughs> I knew yes. darling was in there. Yes, don't worry, darling. A lot of drama. You know what? I still haven't seen it, even though I want to. I haven't seen it either. Um, I just didn't read the best reviews about it. 
But you know what? Maybe I'll watch it when it comes to home video. Mm-hmm. VOD, video on demand. What about that VOD? Yeah, when's it going to be on VOD? Um, after you left my house the other day, when my DVD player was still hooked up, I watched Eddie. The Whoopi Goldberg vehicle where she becomes the head coach of the New York Knicks, uh, where she and Frank Langella first meet and fell in love in real life. <laughs> it's not yeah, as you good described- as I remember. Oh, no. You've described this movie before, and it sounds crazy. Oh, it's an insane movie. It feels like a lot of Whoopi Goldberg movies were, like, um, Mad Libs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg as a cop with a dinosaur. (laughs) Or, like, (laughs) Whoopi Uh Goldberg, coach of the basketball team. (laughs) A limo driver who becomes the head coach of the New York Knicks. Also, she was in this movie called Fatal Beauty, oh, which I saw is that. an insane movie, and I love it. Did you watch it with me? Maybe. Oh, I love Can't it remember. so much. Where she's supposed to be Italian? Yeah. Where they're like, come on, Rizzoli, eat your mm. pasta. And she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food-healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more 
not tooting, you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. It's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Wait, should we answer queries of the world? Yeah. Hey guys, I do not have a friendship question, but I have a pole dancing question. So somebody just told me that all poles twist and that you don't actually slide around the pole. The pole just moves. Lies. Is this for real? Is this a real thing? I thought the pole was stationary. Please answer this. Um, Mm -hmm. My name is Tia. I'm a really big fan. Love you guys. Tia, you were lied to. Some poles spin, some poles are static, and some poles do both. hmm Yeah. Yeah. So if you see someone stuck on a pole in, like, a position spinning, that's usually spin pole. And then if you see, like, low flow, which is a lot of floor work, that's usually a static pole. hmm And most strip clubs have static poles. But I've seen some, some spinning ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but some people are just skilled enough to spin really well yes. on a static pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not I. <laughs> but one day. If I keep trying, one day I'll be better. Definitely. And that's why I don't want to stay this age. <laughs> I see. I see. Because <laughs> it's going to get better. It, it has to. An email. Hey, Sashira Nicole. Thanks so much for the podcast and all the laughter you provide your fans with during this dystopian apocalypse. (laughs) I am so grateful to have a wide and varied friendship circle. I moved away from my hometown fairly late in life and getting sober from drugs and alcohol. For context, my fam is pretty shitty. I mostly have written them off as people I don't need or want in my life because they are fairly transphobic. I'm trans and want to continue feeling good about myself and the success I've had in spite of generational trauma and abuse. This is a heavy parenthetical. I know. I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard to make this long story short. So no fam, awesome friends, especially awesome when I got married several years ago and had a lot of cool queer and punks on my side of the aisle, while my wife's large New York family paired with them. It was awesome. Less cool. Lots of my friends are getting married now, and I want to show up for them in the same way, but I keep not getting invited to their weddings. I appreciate the cards and gifts I got several years ago and want to return the favor, but they all have big families um of origin or live in different cities i obviously can't invite myself and i've sent generous cards and gifts of course but real talk it hurts my feelings a lot and makes me question the dynamics of this friendship to such a degree that it puts real distance between us i don't know if there's a solution to to this i don't want to make someone else a celebration about me but maybe there are some cishet people out there who might not who might not think about inviting non-family to their celebrations, but I thought it was worth mentioning. I'm off social media for a while to sort out my feelings 
of what seems like familial envy and neglect. But at this point, I'm like 900 years old, so making friends is hard. Anywho's, I'm not even sure this makes sense. I'd love to hear your thoughts anyway. Sad and salty. Mm-hmm. So this is, they are saying they got married and now their non-queer friends are getting married and they're not getting invited to their weddings? That seems like what's happening. Okay. This is a tough one for me. I mean, it's I would hope these aren't like best friends. Mm-hmm. I hope these are like just peripheral or like good friends because it depends on how big these weddings are. Like some people uh, only have so much room for their family, their partner's family, and some friends. Mm-hmm. But there's people that I'm friends with that I didn't get invited to their wedding, but I am friends with them. But, you know, maybe they're like, we only had like 150 people or whatever the hell, you know? You don't know. Um, And it sounds like maybe this person, like their friends are their family since they just like Mm -hmm. kind of have protected themselves from their family. So this person's wedding was full of their friends. Mm-hmm. And so to not get invited to their friend's wedding seems weird. So I get the weirdness of it, but I guess we don't know what these individual situations are. Yeah. I think it might be a case of like, it's not you mm-hmm. per se. It's the just the situation of how many people can be at the wedding mm-hmm. and things like that, where it's like, but then it also doesn't feel good to, like, not have been a thought on someone's mind. Yeah, definitely. So I do get that. But I think the way to, like, maybe get around that is, like, if someone's getting married and you wish you were there, maybe you go out and celebrate with your partner in a way that celebrates love. Or if it's, like, someone who is a friend, like, like where you're like, I, it doesn't make sense that I'm not there. Maybe you could reach out and be like, oh, I see you're getting married, like, I can't wait to see pictures or like, I hope it goes well. I would love to celebrate you sometime. Like, let me know when you're back in town mm-hmm. and maybe we'll get dinner or like, um, what, you know, I want to celebrate you in some way to like, so it does feel like more personal maybe. And like, not like you're just missing out on the party part. I think that's a good idea as well. Just to be like, Hey, I'm thinking about you. You're important to me and I want to celebrate you. Yeah. Without that being be nice. Like, why wasn't I invited? Yeah. Because you don't know. It, yeah. And who knows? Maybe that that reach out could be like that person's reminder. Oh, wait, I yeah. love this person. Why didn't I put them on the invite list? Maybe you would get an invite. Who knows? Yeah, because I've done that before. Like, had to get together or whatever and thought I invited everyone I wanted there. And then see someone the next day and be like, fuck. I meant mm-hmm. to invite this person. I love them so much. Yeah. Yeah. Solved. So, hi, Nicole and Sashir. Um, giving you a call today. I wanted to ask you a question. I actually have a little bit of a problem, you know, with a friend of mine, um, I guess more of a coworker. Uh, you know, recently she was fired from the job that we shared. Uh, and, you know, ever since then, she, you know, she'd always been kind of a negative person and, kind of starting drama in the office or kind of, you know, talking behind people's backs and just making it 
you know, I, it's a toxic work environment, but she makes it more toxic by kind of just spreading gossip. And I think that's why she was probably let go. Um, and at this point, you know, like she's not working there anymore. And I, I, I don't know if I want to be friends with her anymore, honestly. And I don't really know how to tell her that. Um, she's kind of texting me every other day at this point. Hi, how are you? Um, what's going on? Do you want to hang out? And then, you know, if I do hang out with her, it just becomes kind of like a bitch fest about, you know, our old coworkers and, you know, anyone in her life. It always seems like there's a problem in her life and, or she's talking about other people's problems. And, you know, I'm in a place where I'm just trying to have a positive life and live really positively and, you know, She's talking once in a while, fine, but, like, I can't base a whole friendship off of that. And um, I guess I just don't know how to kind of let her down easy. And, you know, I'm not really interested in, in being so much friends outside of work. So hopefully you can help me with this. Um, I love your podcast. Thank you so much. Bye. That is tough because it is, like, you got to put up some boundaries. Mm-hmm. So I do think if you do end up hanging out with this person, you set a boundary. I only have an hour and a half. I have something after this. Always have something after it so you don't have to spend too much time with that person. And then another option is if you truly don't want to hang out with them, I think you can say, I don't have the bandwidth right now to be a good friend um, and to like help you with these problems. Um, and I'm really sorry about that, but I just can't right now. Yeah. I mean, part of me is like, I feel bad for that person, the, the one who got fired, because mm-hmm. if like it seems like maybe they're just a negative person, but usually that's like a symptom of a bigger problem, like they're hurting in some other kind of way. Mm-hmm. So that person probably could use a friend, but but also I don't know. If this person who's calling in is not interested in being that person, <laughs> then they are not interested. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I I I imagine it's not just this person being overly negative. They're probably sad or like or angry or something. You know, there's something else going on. But there, mm-hmm. it just comes out in like complaining talk. Um. Or if you do still want to hang out with them and give it another shot, maybe do a hangout where talking isn't the main event. Mm-hmm. Like painting class or a pole dancing class Mm -hmm. or yeah like a group activity type deal an amusement park (laughs) well you got to talk in between rides oh that's right that's right while you're in line too Mm -hmm. yeah but something like that where it's like a group thing where it's like you could talk or a movie Mm -hmm. so it's like if you like being around this person but you just don't like hearing the complaining i think it's like give yourself something else to talk about like the movie But it is hard if you don't want to be their friend. Also, you don't have to hang out with them. Okay, so what? How do we help this person tell their ex coworker they don't want to hang out if they do in fact want to stop hanging out with this person? I think it's like I don't have the bandwidth. I think that's Kimmy has said that like a while ago to say Mm -hmm. that I don't have the bandwidth right now to be a good friend. Um, Yeah. Or also, I've just straight up said to people, it's like, I don't really love talking shit about people yeah. that I work with or, like, people I'm friends with. So, like, this conversation is just a non-starter for me. I'm so sorry. God bless. 
Yeah, part of me wonders what would happen if the person who called in did put a, like, boundary there and is like, I don't want to talk about work outside of work or I don't want to talk shit, period. Mm -hmm. And would that change anything? Would this person maybe be able to shift gears and talk about something else? Mm -hmm. Would their attitude be different? Are they only negative because they're talking shit about people from work? Like, what happens when they talk about something they like or who who knows? Like, maybe they like go-karts or something. (laughs) Maybe they like (laughs) go-karts. And they really blossom when they talk about (laughs) go-karts. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe give that a try first. Be like, see what happens if you do give that instruction. Like, Mm -hmm. look, I'm not here to talk shit. I still work with these people. It makes me uncomfortable when you talk shit about the people I work with. Um, Let's talk about other stuff. And if she cannot talk about other stuff, then okay. Mm -hmm. Let's, then you can figure out how to distance yourself. But maybe give it a shot. Maybe this person could be actually cool. Yeah, I agree. Don't sign off from them just yet. Log back on and see if you can figure it out. (laughs) I feel like you are like the announcer of Next or like one of those like MTV dating shows who like think they they tie in the theme of what's happening Mm -hmm. with like the the bump the bumper. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, if they like went to like a swamp or something for a date, they're like, see you later, alligator. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if they can get wet and deep with somebody else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, well. Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com <laughs> is an email address that you can email us at if you have any quandaries or queries. And then we have a number for text messages and voice memos, but also those could go to the email. So the number is 424-645-7003. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. We have transcripts for our new episodes. Check them out on our show page at Earwolf.com. Lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That is the easiest way to support this show. Well, Sashir, hopefully next time I see you, we'll be in the same country. I hope so, too. Adios. (laughs) See you later, alligator. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.